This is AgriPulse Drive Time, brought to you by Aimpoint Research, a global research firm with deep roots in agriculture, helping clients maintain their competitive advantage in dynamic industries. Learn more at aimpointresearch.com. Good Tuesday afternoon. I'm Ben Nully. Biofuel credit traders would be placed under a new set of limitations under a proposed rule released by the Environmental Protection Agency today. The rule also allows summer E-15 sales. The proposed rule, signed by EPA Administrator Andrew Wheeler, would make regulatory changes to allow summer E-15 sales and make structural changes to the trading market for renewable identification numbers, the credits used to track compliance with the renewable fuel standard. Wheeler says EPA is working to be, quote, consistent with President Trump's direction, end quote, and have the rules finalized by the summer driving season. Brian Jennings is CEO of the American Coalition for Ethanol. His biggest concern with the REN market proposal is who can possess and hold RENs. The REN value has really made a significant positive difference for increasing the use of blends above E10 in the Midwest by these retailers, by these fuel wholesalers. And if EPA's proposal would go so far as to prohibit them from those sorts of activities, I think it would really hurt ethanol demand. Brendan Williams is vice president of government relations at PBF Energy. Williams says the RIN reform proposals are a starting point. You know, EPA is certainly taking a good first step in putting forward a suite of proposals and taking comment on a suite of proposals. And I, I think, you know, the merchant refining community at large is going to be working with EPA to make sure that they get the proposals right, because the details are certainly going to matter here. The REN reforms will also be subject of hearty debate among refining interests, many of which had accepted the current regime. It's not clear at this point if EPA plans to pursue all or part of the proposed changes. The Department of Agriculture whittles down a list of locations still in the running to house USDA's Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture. Some 136 interested parties in 35 states initially hope to be considered. Today's announcement brings the list down to 67 potential locations. Relocating the two agencies has been a priority for Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue, who said such a move, quote, allows us to be closer to our stakeholders and move our resources closer to consumers, end quote. But the plan has faced opposition from those worried a relocation would lessen the standing of ag research in government. The opposition includes several House Democrats. The states with the most applications include Illinois at 9, Virginia 8, Ohio 6 and Iowa 5. The department says the final decision will be made based upon factors like USDA travel requirements, labor force statistics, and work hours compatible with all USDA office schedules. Senators pressed U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer on trade deal progress and lifting Section 232 tariffs during a Senate Finance Committee hearing on Capitol Hill earlier today. The hearing addressed the future of the World Trade Organization, but members were quick to question Lighthizer on trade negotiation progress with China. We will have specific provisions with respect to various people who have various companies who have problems with access on services. And there's a whole variety of these that we're dealing with with members. We'll have a, a, a whole variety of issues on agriculture that we're working our way through. And then we'll have what's called non-tariff barriers, um, uh, non-tariff measures, which is kind of a hodgepodge of complicated okay. things. And then an enforcement provision. So that's more or less the structure of it. On removing Section 230 two tariffs with Canada and Mexico. 
Lighthizer says the administration is fully engaged. Lighthizer adds the administration is moving forward, but he's not able to predict when the end of negotiations will happen, but says tariffs do eventually end. Propelled by a perfect storm of market dynamics, consolidation, and innovation, the farmers of the future will quite simply defy conventional wisdom and business models. A new landmark study from Aimpoint Research reveals the psychology of the farmers who will lead the industry in 2040 and the factors impacting their success. Aimpoint Research is a global research firm with deep roots in agriculture, helping clients maintain their competitive advantage in dynamic industries. Contact us at aimpointresearch.com for more information. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. In Washington, I'm Ben Nully.